Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. beautiful listeners welcome back inside the sound this is michael and i'm ryan and, okay michael brian ryan r-y-a-n michael ryan <laughs> we have and tomorrow we have a very special guest would you introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners yes this is uh my name is tamar burke and i am a musician and songwriter and producer and engineer and i was so lucky to have you guys reach out to me to be on this awesome podcast like how many cool podcasts are there out there that people just don't know about and this is one of them that i want to like support well here's the thing tamar um you're ready to go you're ready to go so we're gonna jump right into it let's talk about the nostalgia nostalgia is directly related to your new album what were you going to say about nostalgia and energy of nostalgia that's so potent Oh God! Well, nostalgia is like um, a very big part of my life. Actually, if you if you were to walk into my house as a guest, what you would see is sort of a '70s vibe. A um, lot of old stereo equipment, a lot of vintage stereo equipment, lots of vintage toys. Um, kind of a '70s house, the, just the way that it's set up. A lot of vinyl, um, cassette tapes. I don't know. I I kind of as I got older, I kind of kept going back to that because I feel like that was such a magical time, nostalgia, when you're a kid, when everything is so new and fresh and meaningful. Um, and when you feel things very deeply. And I think that's the thing about nostalgia is it's a time where you feel things very deeply and you're not jaded. And you don't come with like preconceived notions about what life is about. And it's those times where you crack open that album and you're looking at the vinyl and you're looking at the album cover and you're like, this is like secret magic shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and it's like Led Zeppelin, do that with Led Zeppelin. Oh, oh my it's God. It's like opening the magic spell book. You know? oh, yeah, yes. Maybe. And when you're a kid, it's like so much more crazy to you. I, I remember going to this sleepover party and, in, in, with some friends and she for her birthday she got the queen out she got a queen album the one with don't try suicide i'm not even sure which album that is but we were all like standing around the turntable listening to queen and don't try suicide feeling like we just listened to something our parents would freak out about right you know and um <laughs> gosh it was just it's just it was like just such yeah. a cool time. And I feel like I don't want to let those things go. And 
the restless dreams of youth is is looking back and looking forward which is kind of what the theme of the album is is the restless dreams of youth when you are a youth and you're restless to grow up you have these dreams and then as an older person you still feel restless about things that happened and unsure about things that, that happened in your youth or like uh maybe even like regretful or sad or traumatized i mean mm-hmm. we all have been through shit so amen even culturally you know yes depending on yes. the you know, meaning of things yeah. um i will yeah. say this before we like delve into the specifics of your album that you might want to share is this whole idea of the the power of the the nostalgia because it takes you to that moment it it feels like that moment is so powerful because like you said we're not tainted by the world at that point so our imagination is unbridled it's it's pure man yes so when you connect that energy of the imagination and you have an association with it it's like that's why it's so potent yeah and it's it connects with an emotion. Like my mom gave me, we were really broke growing up. And my mom, I don't remember where they were, but they came back with these tiny little transistor radios, like like pocket size. And she gave one to me and one to my sister. Mine was blue, my sister's was orange. And I was like, blown away i could turn it on and hear music and hear radio stations i grew up in cleveland and um wmms was like the thing to listen to i don't know if you know like um anything about cleveland history but obviously you guys know rock and roll hall of fame is in cleveland and that's for a reason Mm. but um I just remember sitting on the driveway in the summer and listening to this little transistor radio and like thinking and now when i look back on it the emotions of that come back to me just like when i look at your room behind you i see all these toys and they're all these vintage toys and like why do you have them well it it actually like triggers something in you to feel good it feels good you know you you walk into this room and you can't help but feel good when i had my toy store brick and mortar location you can't walk in there and not feel good where was that in Arizona? Uh, Tucson, Arizona. Do you, you don't still have it? No, the I there was a something called me, something greater called me. So I had to just this give podcast. That up. Yeah. Was something greater. Right. It was me. <laughs> Your best friend. Okay, like, hey, no man. labels. I'm ready to no stop. Labels. I'm ready to stop uh, you know, shucking insurance for the man. Let's uh right. do something. I mean, look, you know, nostalgia, it's weird. I I mean, I even my parents will sometimes come over and like, why are you still, why are you still trying to play your vinyl <laughs> on this like old stereo console that you have? Because it's magic. Because it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and because it has like a whole vibe to it, and like almost like um, almost like a like a you you get in a mode you get in a mood when you're like doing things like that when you're playing with vintage toys or looking at your vintage toys or looking at old things that you have it brings you back somewhere and the whole album was a collection of songs that make me go back and think about my youth and also i do look forward and i do want to be positive about looking forward but not necessarily at any peace with it. Like for the things that I went through, for the 
trauma and all that's so, uh, not a ton compared to other people, but like everybody goes through shit. And, um, but like moving forward, the, I feel like the end song is kind of like, where am I gonna go? The last song is called Suitcase and Gun. It's like, I'm ready to go somewhere, hmm. but I have no idea and I'm like fully prepared. <laughs> I know? like that. Huh. That's, that's a really, great succinct imagery. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, I, mean, like, I, yeah I was leaving Chicago at the time when I wrote that. Leaving Chicago. Yeah. I don't know. Have you guys lived in anywhere but Arizona? Um, I, li I lived in Mexico for a little bit. That's, but that's about I was it. Say, you're pretty much a desert flower, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the desert, man. There's desert something flower. about it. I've lived in a few places. Uh, um, I grew up in a military family, so I've lived in like Alaska, California, a few places. Alaska yes. was definitely where I felt very connected to the, you know, the things. Alaska? Beautiful. Yeah, Alaska is beautiful. I can't even imagine. It looks like this such a beautiful state. It's, I, it's definitely changed over the last 20 years. Like I was a kid when I lived there and it's way different now in terms of the climate, but uh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yes. So you're a cold weather person. No, I love the heat. I'm, I live here in the oh. for a reason. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, then. Summertime visits to Alaska. No thank you in the winter. Bye. No right, 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 right. I want to go and I really want to see it, but I would not go in the winter. Like, no way. I think yeah, I would just crawl in a, a hole. Visit. You go in like a boat and then you go to a cabin. Dress like, like an Eskimo. Yeah, that might be fun. Maybe for like a, like a weekend. 10, 20 pounds but of stuff to keep there. me warm. I don't want to stay in the cold. All the I agree. Cold oh. makes me just literally want to sleep and and just sleep. I mean, I don't know. I feel There's like an like energy to it, but it doesn't resonate with me. I could see how there's some people that it would resonate with. Like the energy of the desert and the yeah. heat just resonates with my being more so than me too. And I, I will say though, before we moved here to Southern California, we were in Portland and Portland has about, like I would say September through sometimes May, it is raining nonstop and gray. Mm. And it does allow that rhymed, for by the a way. I'm sorry. Say that again. You rhymed, you rhymed un inadvertently. It's great. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. Um, it does allow for like a lot of creativity because you don't want to go outside. It, it's kind of shitty out. It's almost like the UK vibe where yeah. it's gray, <laughs> rainy, and shitty, you know? And and so why are there so I many do. bands coming out of the UK? Why are there so many bands and good bands coming out of Portland? It's because you're yeah. inside and you're writing and you're trying to be creative and um, you don't want to go outside and just like drink wine and smoke pot. You know, you want to be like inside trying to be creative because- sure miserable outside and i will say i was in a probably when we were living in portland i think there was like at, at one time i think i was in about seven bands at one time ah that's great it was great a lot, of, a lot of a lot of work a lot of work but, but, but probably fun, fun yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 super fun because like four of them were like um cover but you know one was like a small faces cover band i don't know if you're familiar okay. with small faces one was like just a fun party cover band. Um, I, I don't even remember. One was like, um, oops, hold on a second. I got to turn this off because my dad is FaceTiming me. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of desert, although it's not a desert there, ecosystem, he's in Florida. Okay. Yep. 
He's in like, are you Seinfeld fans at all? Oh yeah, I'm a huge Seinfeld. <laughs> okay, so fan. He, he's we're old in, enough like, to remember that being big. You're gonna move okay. to Florida, so, aren't you? He's like a Del Boca Vista type dude right now. Boca Vista. He, they like live in a place like Del Boca Vista. Not even uh, kidding you. Does he sit low like, and drive slow? They're all concerned about their neighbors. I, I mean, do you remember all those episodes? Oh my god, so funny. Jeremy, you wouldn't believe the neighbors. <laughs> yes, and when Jerry bought the new Cadillac, everyone was talking about the new Cadillac. Oh right, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember that? Yeah, I oh, do. The white so Cadillac. Funny. Yeah, I know. So, so he's calling from there because right now it's. Let's see, what time is it over there in Arizona? A little after, almost five o'clock. Is it? Yeah. Oh, we're on the same time. Why did I part of the year? Because we're rebels here. We do our time thing, and yeah, we don't in the process form to this whole daylight savings nonsense. Yes, I see. So, like, we're at some point in the year, you guys are an hour ahead behind. When you when you fall back, we're an hour ahead because you're in California. Got it. Got so it. when you when you spring forward, you catch up to the time. Rules. I think we can be as far as two hours separated from a California time at certain parts of the year. Ah, False. OK, cool. Oh, really? It's always a one hour. Uh, we are. Thank you, Dwight. Uh, yeah, I had to do. I had to Dwight you on that one. False. Uh, it's because it was false. Uh, we are oh, my God. The most one hour ahead. Do you want to talk about beats while you have the stage too? beats the Bears, <laughs> the redeeming virtues of beats. Let's talk about it. You're not gonna, you're gonna, so can you guys <laughs> you're gonna tell me, me up. how you tell me how you found or who told you about me or how did you find me? Because, like, you I'm found so us. the magic of the algorithm. You found us, it was literally bottom line. Literally, did I find you? you? Found us. Yeah, that's how we feel. Really okay, did, I, did I email you like my aggressive self would do that? I don't did know. I, Here's the thing. like aggressive self. Just bigger, <laughs> bigger picture, a metaphysical, whatever you want to call it. You, okay. You're sitting right where you are for a reason. Right. We're I having know. this conversation right now for a reason. You found us. You were, you were meant to be where you're at right now. That's really the bottom line. That's, That's a, a place. very beautiful, beautiful thing. I love that. I love that. I can't even remember. I was so proud of this record and I was just like, I've been in so many bands and never released anything with using my name, except for a very minor EP back in like back in the day. And um, in all of those records, like this was the one where I was like, okay, I really want people to hear it. I really want people to connect with it. And so I was just like, discovering this whole new world on Twitter, this whole new world on Instagram mm. where um, independent artists and independent musicians are doing a lot of the networking, but it's kind of beautiful because people like you are really open to it and really cool, you know, and um, not being all weird, like who's your manager? You know, you're just like, hey, you want to come and talk, you know? And um, I love that because it's a i really met some really incredible musicians incredible podcasters and radio stations that are like supporting independent musicians and thank you by the way <laughs> thank you it's a you're welcome it's a mutual thing like, yeah this is mutual exchange yeah that's what this is about so thank you yeah because yeah. the way we view you yeah because you need content but we also want to talk about the music and um we love meeting people like musicians want to meet people and want to talk about their music. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, my my husband's sick of hearing me talk about it. So maybe somebody else will want to hear about it. <laughs> Believe me, my wife, my wife, God bless her soul. I think there's only so so much of me that she can, because I have, always have something to yeah, say. Yeah, there's only so much of you I could take, bro. I mean, sometimes I need a break. I, I'm just saying, like, no, but like, but no, we get that with partners. Like, you you need there's balance in all things, right? And the way we yes, like you're because you're cool, like your your music, like your personality that we're getting to 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 see in this conversation is very very clear in the music. Yeah, we yeah. we were listening to your your music uh, before this conversation, just trying to tap into your vibe and and see what you're going with. And cool. Did you think is- I would be totally different? No, this no, is you exactly match, how I thought you, you would be. You, the energy, really cool. your energy like, matches really cool. the music. It's it really so does. cool to see. Oh, that's good. It's just a cool vibe. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. a laid back, cool. Like it's cool, yeah. but it's still potent at the same time. Like, oh, I like that. Yeah. It's an energy thing. Like in just the same way that you've brought this undeniable energy to the conversation, I it's very, it's very palpable in the music. Um, oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I I really wanted that because, you know, when you're in a band sometimes and you are by, you know, use the name, a name of a band. Mm. Um, it's a really cool thing to do if you're choosing to put on a persona or not to be like really honest, but to like pick a pick a perspective and do a band like that. And I, I, I'm in a band with my husband that's been around forever really a long time we haven't put anything out in a while but it's called the countdown and in that band i am like a totally different person Hmm. and it's kind of like an electro punk psychotic paranoid futuristic thing and it's really fun to write for that band because i don't have to i don't have to answer for myself i I could do anything Hmm. i don't have to be um, anybody but whatever that band calls for. And I think that that falls into the category of like ghostwriters that, you know, go by a different name so they could get into a state of mind about Ghost things. Writers. And that's really, that's you, know, and, you know, and you know, how I, do you guys yeah, feel I about completely, that? Yeah. I completely agree with you because there, there are sometimes I, it feels like, you know, what you're saying is, and I'm thinking about it as an artist sometimes there are moments when you just want a vehicle for pure expression that's not going to be associated with you or your personality it's just it just is a piece of art yeah it just is yes right and nobody is putting a personality on it they're not sure like you know you think about lady gaga and and i I really she's such an interesting and incredible musician incredible artist and she did choose a name i mean her name is stephanie you know and and so she she kind of blurred that line i think she became that persona um but i don't know i mean if i was sitting here having a glass of wine with her what would stephanie be like you know but it allowed her it really allowed her to do that but on this album I really felt so connected to these songs and I felt like I really wanted other people to not look at the person writing it as some thing or some entity, but me, you know, and, and like, get it and like, feel it. And, um, 
for people who love nostalgia, maybe even love Rush, <laughs> because mm. I don't know if you know the title of the album is a Rush from a Rush song. Did did you guys get that at all? I did oh, that didn't. That. I didn't did catch it. Went by me. Went over my head. <laughs> Are you guys Rush fans or no? I I definitely know who they are. I definitely I, have a, I like them a lot. I have heard maybe like six of their songs. I I, I like them a lot though. I they they're, they're great. They're cool. They are yeah. cool. Um, I don't think I've had the time to go through their catalog and give it the time and oh, attention there's so it deserves. Much. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't like prog rock, and if and if his voice instantly like turns you off, you won't like Rush. Rush is like this weird. You gotta have like an appreciation for it, but um, to this connects to nostalgia and the title of the album. So the title of the album is "The Restless Dreams of Youth," and Rush is a band that's been around and and have have released so many albums, and one of their albums is called "Signals." And on "Signals," they had a song called "Subdivisions," and "Subdivisions" is a song about the suburbs, hmm. and if you were in the 80s or 90s in a suburb, I don't know if you guys were, but if you were in a suburb, you know that your life consisted of going to the local high school, going to the mall, going to the football games, trying, <laughs> you know, kind of like the freaks and geeks kind of world where yeah. everything in categories and you Labels. feel like you have to conform. You didn't yeah, you feel like kids. you have there was no cell phone. If you had a flip phone. If you wanted to disappear, you could disappear very easily. very easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the clicks were pretty hardcore. And, like, mm. you either fit in or you didn't. And yeah, right. um, that's true. The suburbs, everybody had the same kind of looking house. And almost your parents wanted for you to fit in. And if you didn't fit in, you kind of were the freak or the misfit. And so the song Subdivisions in the chorus, it, the, the lyric is, the suburbs have no charms to soothe the restless dreams of youth. And mm. I think what it's, Beautiful. what I connected with that song is that when I was growing up living in the suburbs, I could not fucking wait to get out of there. Like, I mean, <laughs> for real, like get me out of a place that well, was trying to make me fit uh, in. Well, your your creative spirit is so indomitable, like or yeah. indomitable. I'm sorry that you know, I can understand that. Yeah, but but for most artists or people who are trying to be expressive, I don't think they find that a comforting place. You know, where everybody wants you to go to the mall or become a cheerleader or become a football player, or go on the chess club or be in the theater club you know like we talked about this man we really did the other did night. you the whole idea that what did you say about that sometimes parents or you know our friends they have this idea in their heads about who we should be they'll label you and yes. we're, they they hold that label and it's like if you're not if you don't live up to that even though you've changed right in your life then there's something wrong with you. And it's like, no, I'm just, I'm growing in with life. Yes. And, and I mean, that's honestly what that's all about is you feel this pressure that you have to be a certain way when you're in a te teenage years in high school, you have to fit in, you have to be like this, you have to look like this, you have to have these jeans, you have to go to these parties, you have to have these friends. And for me, I just like wanted none of it. And that made me a freak, technically, 
I guess, or a misfit or whatever. And um, that's what that song's about. And when I took that title, it's it, the lyric of that chorus, it just really resonated in so many ways. So if you are a Rush fan, it's funny because a lot of people that have been reaching out to me are like older dudes that like know Rush. Like oh, they're yeah. in the front row at a Rush concert. They're like, oh, cool. right. you're a Rush fan? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any female Rush fans. I'm like, I know five or so. Wow, that's true. <laughs> I never thought about that. The fan base, the hardcore fan base is mostly dudes. Mostly dudes. Mostly yeah. dudes. Mostly is the keyword. It's yeah. kind of like the guys that would like Rush, and don't take this the wrong way, but the guys would like Rush love comic books love vintage toys so you would like rush by the way okay love, I um, believe it or not i don't know weird what. late night horror movies okay like <laughs> they're a band that fly like, by I night a, is one is one of the songs yeah, i have really a like a there is a waiting list yeah. of bands that i'm like i'm waiting for a time in my life to dive in and it's like i needed to get through other work for like i had to have a beatles thing and go through that in a very very right. direct specific way this year and then I got through that phase and then I was on Michael Jackson. I'm still on Michael Jackson, frankly, at the moment. Ah. Once I get off Michael Jackson, which who knows when that'll happen next next decade or so, the right. I will get like there's a list of bands that and Rush yeah. is on there's a very time for them. list for me. I think frankly. there's a time yeah. for if you're open yeah. to art and open mm -hmm. to learning from it, any source that you can find truth from, there will be a moment for each of these you know legendary yeah. artists These, to be yeah. part of your life and for you to take what from them what you need to totally and 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 like i always say like it doesn't mean you have to love them for me it was very impactful the song particularly which was why sometimes that's what it is you guys it's like the song makes you enter into the world of the band so it's mm. not necessarily like oh i know about this band but it's a song that like triggers something like, oh, I got to dig deep into this band. I would have, I mean, there are so many bands that I was introduced to because like some song was like, oh my God, this song is like blowing my mind. And then right. you're like, okay, I need to learn about this band, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I think that's kind of what happened with Rush for me. If you were going to listen to it, I would suggest, I only suggest Tom Sawyer first because it's, was the most popular band it does have a lot of synth and guitar in it yeah believe me yeah. i've heard that so i yeah. one of my favorite God. stations I is the classic song. rock station here in right in tucson and i've heard i've heard certain rush songs more times than i would probably i've heard right acdc so, songs and as rush a matter of fact this is the radio station that is responsible for me even knowing about the other four or five rush songs that i've even heard of the other four or five. Living here. yeah yeah and i bet the dj at that station is like an old white guy i guarantee <laughs> guarantee he's probably like a 65 year old white you guy you know what i think you might be right <laughs> And I love old white guys, but I'm just saying, like, for sure, for sure, um, you know, but I think it's funny because um, I, I talk about classic rock and I love classic rock and I will, you know, but if you asked me and I love to ask people this, so I'm going to ask you guys your favorite playlist on your Spotify. Maybe you wouldn't even know, but mine is soft rock of the 70s. 
it like incorporates all nostalgia. Like Guardians all, of the Galaxy awesome mix type stuff. Go. No, like um Come and get your love. like the birds, like oh. um, okay. Oh, that's actually like late 60s, but like 70s would be like Mamas and the um, Papas. Well, yeah, late 60s is Mamas and Papas. But okay, I'll I'll read it to you right now. So I daily like it's on. So Carol King. Ooh, Carol King. Oh, uh, let's see. Mellow. Okay, here it is. Mellow 70s gold. Wow. 70s gold. Okay, gold. so that's James Taylor, James Elton Taylor. John, Cat Stevens, Jim Croce, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, uh, Jim Croce. Cat yeah. Stevens. Daryl Hall, John Oates, I'm Steely Dan, BGS, Shadow. You know what's funny, Tamar? Like shadow, you can't yeah. say one of those names without me instantly feeling it and wanting to get down to it. Right? You know? I know, and I think there's like a new resurgence for soft rock because I'm on TikTok mostly just as a spy, just to like watch yeah. and um, <laughs> tap into the yeah. what's going on, tap yeah. into the world. And the, the, there's so much talent on that app and especially the young musicians, but they're really getting into the soft rock, but they're doing it in a, a different way. And it's, su it's super groovy and um, I'm digging it. I don't know. I'm really digging it. it, it it's different. And I, I'm not sure that, like there's some that stand out from others, especially when the vocals do their own thing. Mm. But there is soft rock kind of calmness that kids are like really wanting a, a sort of a calm, chill music vibe right now. Like there's a lot of lo-fi playlists. Yeah. You guys notice yeah. that? The lo oh, yeah. You know what? Um, we, yeah. There's a there's a young woman who's coming to mind right now, Rainy Blake. Yeah. She's What's like. What's your name? Rainy Blake, Blake. check on the show. Check her music out. Um, you'll okay. probably enjoy it. But she's like connected to that vibe. To what you say, 1971 is her favorite year. Yeah. And I think cool. she mentioned Carol King. Yeah, she did. Joni so she's Joni Mitchell. Joni oh yes, yes. So she she's she's an old soul probably, especially if she's super young. Yeah. yeah so you'll young lady. you'll enjoy that. But she's a perfect example of you know a young you know beautiful talented woman like right you could pick any genre she wants right and that's what she's gravitated towards so you're no, right and you're right about that there, there there are a lot of like little weird rabbit holes you can get onto tiktok and um i definitely have like the vintage life rabbit hole <laughs> i mean whether that's music or stereo equipment or clothes or whatever and you're gonna laugh but I made my husband buy this device on Amazon that can make my old rotary phone ring and I can answer it. Really? Wow, that's cool. Yes. I love that. So go on Amazon. It's called Sell to Jack. And it comes with this little box thing. And you need a phone cord. Uh -huh. And if you have an old phone, it rang. It rang. I literally picked it up. I'm like, hello. That <laughs> was awesome. You remember those old, how chunky they were? You realize like that there are, arm, like, and yes! I came across them with yeah. people because I had a Darth Vader phone that had a cord on it in, in the shop. Oh, yeah. And just the idea of the generation not knowing that the phones had cor cords at one point. <laughs> you know okay so my daughter came upstairs i was like okay to, her name is tuesday i was like tuesday can you call me on the phone and, and and so she she picks it up she's like what do i do 
<laughs> I'm like, there's, it's a road. It was a rotary. So she had Ooh, literally no idea. That hits me in I'm the like, gut. That hits me. In I was the like, gut. so you put your finger in the hole, yeah. put your finger in the oh. hole. And you like, yeah, we had one in the basement like, as a kid. I had a rotary. We yeah. had one. Yeah. I still remember the sound too when it, it wound like, back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great sound. Yeah. <laughs> that Darth Vader phone you had, I bet, uh, is worth a shit ton of money. I'm not sure what it's worth right now, but it's definitely a cool. To his heart, it's worth quite a bit. <laughs> I'm telling you. It played like the, he would move and everything and he'd breathe and like the Imperial, uh, what is it called? The Imperial. You still have uh, it? Would play as a ringtone. Yeah, but it, it's the batteries are dead in it. Otherwise, I'd bring it out and show it. Oh, yeah. man. I would go on eBay and check that out. <laughs> I have to, because you keep bringing up stereo gear. So I would really like to, you to talk about stereo gear in any yes. way, shape, or form you'd like to. I had a, maybe the thought needs to go. That's fine. Okay. So I have, um, we recently, okay. We recently lost our minds, basically, me and my husband. And it's been we, were going, it's okay, it we were looking for a new turntable. Uh -huh. So there's a store here in Southern Cal in San Diego called Stereo Unlimited. So we're walking around this great store, knowledgeable dudes, lot of different price levels, including used stereo equipment. Ooh. And I walked into, and I'm a kind of a fan of like stereo consoles you know the big yeah. wooden beautiful thing oh yeah we have a motorola from 19 i think it's like from the 60s and it works great except i would say that one of the speakers is not great and the turntable is like original so it does kind of sound like it's scraping your vinyl so i <laughs> so i don't <laughs> i don't use it on my records but it's a beautiful piece of equipment and the radio works great. Mm. So we're at Stereo Unlimited and we're like looking for this new turntable. And I walk into this back room and against the back wall is this gorgeous piece of furniture. It's like another stereo console. And when I open it up, and I don't know if you know anything about vintage stereo equipment, but Macintosh, and I'm not talking Macintosh spelled like the computer, but Macintosh, M-C-T-I-N, right? So Mackin, mm -hmm. just M-C, was like the stereo equipment of the 60s and 70s and even early 80s. And I'm opening up this console and it's all Macintosh like components inside. Like what the hell? And then on top of it, there's two separate wooden cabinets with two 15 inch jbl speakers oh, and so i'm like is this work like how long have you had this and where did you get this from and like i was had no intention of like buying some huge piece of furniture because it's a piece of furniture on top yeah. of it yeah oh it's a th yeah it's it's a like thing that is, mm -hmm. yeah and the, it. It, the guy said there was one owner he I don't know, got too old, moved into a small place because it's like the size of a huge wall. Wow. And uh, oh, wow. one owner, he said everything works. And he was, he actually brought the price down because it's been sitting for a while and not a lot of people can like have space for that. Right. So I was like, I, I took my husband upside. I'm like, I know this sounds crazy because I'm technically fairly frugal with my money. Hmm. But 
I don't think we should turn this down because this is like a really great deal for like excellent because one of those one of those units the components inside just one of those was tw- like you can find for $2500 on eBay. Mm. So people take the, has to have taken those out and just sell them separately, oh, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, components. So we like threw down How does it and sound? bought it and now when we and and something on TikTok like the the video that I posted about it went viral. Oh, yeah. It's got about 45,000 views on Whoa. it. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And I think people were kind of freaked out because they never saw a stereo console with the Macintoshes in it. Hmm. And something somebody said, one of their comments really struck me. Say, because I don't know if you're the same, but do you go to used record stores and you buy like used records, right? I've used done it. Home. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah, and they're like a dollar, sometimes five dollars for like. Store you know, oddly here. enough, I'm a big fan um, of Zia Records. Yeah, here in I'll Tucson, here in Tucson, there's a a record store called Desert Island Records. It, does it have vintage used? Yeah, stuff? vintage used gear, yeah. vintage, um, vintage and new vinyl, and you know some other collectibles and things like that, but. Right. Every time I go in there, it's just like the vibe of that, the energy of that vintage stuff. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just yeah so, and the, and the thing is, okay, the thing right. is that somebody said on TikTok was it really struck me is that when you go and you buy a vintage vinyl, it was actually made at the time where the stereo equipment existed. So mm. when you play it, it sounds the best out of it, you know? That's what it was meant for. It wasn't meant for these 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 stereos today. With Bluetooth, Bluetooth, or yeah. even just like the the DJ turntables and like the really expensive stereo gear that you can find where you like really throw down, like seven grand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna sound good, but it's actually meant for that stuff that older equipment and the warmness now, of the wood my it used to be it was a my whole thought came back kind of thing the thought that yeah. i lost came back to me and i think it was okay the right that time. Lost. <laughs> could it be and i'm going to pose this question to you tomorrow and to you michael is uh could it be that because that thing it has a little bit of life to it and has been around and has absorbed the energy of time and of environment and of the music that got played on it. Don't you just feel the the energy that is stored in that piece of equipment when you're in the room with it? Yes. Older instruments have some kind of aura. Yeah, they absorb. Yeah. It's all the energy yeah. of the people that have played them. Yeah. That are yeah. I, it was there. so funny yeah. that you that you say that, Ryan, because. I just posted something recently on Facebook that was like when you put albums on that are used and you hear and you see a well, like a worn vinyl. We just went to the, we go to the record stores every weekend and we buy stuff for three bucks and you could see that it's just been played and loved so much and you can hear the crackle and you can feel the energy of like the person that played it over and over and over again and the love that they had for it. And I just think that's beautiful. And, you know, I do feel like, because, okay, this is really, it's really weird. And like, we're getting into like, 
I don't know. We're ready, atoms, we're ready. atoms and molecules. And we're like ready and prepared for it. Different dimensions. Lay it on us. Okay. I believe that everything is alive, even like inanimate objects anyway. And they absorb energy that's given to it. And they, if we were not in our limited dimensional state that we are supposed to be in for survival, um, and as if you've out there, the audience out there listening has ever been on like a psychedelic state or anything like that, you know that it opens up parts of your minds where you can see different dimensions and, and be in different dimensions, then you know that like this wine glass is not just like the static thing. Like there is... Would you hear the pitch? It's vibrating. Thing. Do you hear right. how it resonated when it's you did that? Yes. Yeah. Vibrating and the molecules and it's a, it's a connecting with the air that's blowing on it and everything's yeah. alive. And so, Ryan, when you said like the energy of old equipment and old toys, it definitely, like in my mind, it absorbs all of that just the same as when you, I don't know if you've ever done this, walked into a house and gotten a really shitty vibe like yeah get me out of this or people like people or people a person that you don't know walks into a room and you just get this piss poor vibe yes that's what it is it's all about that energy they're projecting and how it's if it's not for you then you want out of there you want out of there and and environments too i mean you know if we were really the able- suburbs the so- yeah, no, this really ties into that. It really good does. one, it's good so one. Funny. I love that, so and it's so true because you know, I was teaching. I'm a teacher. I'm a fifth grade teacher, and we were teaching about how dogs have a million times the sense of smell that humans do. Okay, mm-hmm. and then other animals have a million times the sense of vision that humans do imagine their dimension they're living in a completely different dimension than we are and and so if that exists it's here we're just not there with them just and tapping into it perspective tap into lenses it. it's just a different perspective the consciousness it is it is i mean the universe i think it's a really cool thing and i'm not trying to get people to like start taking like psychedelics because that's a whole new movement that's starting to happen right now um we've seen that people are doing like microdosing of mushrooms yeah these are and not things these are not uh these are not things we take we should take lightly this is, no you this really is need to consult you have to have a healthy yeah. relationship with those type of substances yes i don't know what's going on with that i think there's a whole level of like doctors and things that you can consult that are that are guiding you guys through that people through that stuff that want to explore that um but i would say like going back to the nostalgia theme i don't know if you guys played around with that in college but i certainly did and um and i was like okay we're not on there there's so many dimensions to this universe and we are just limited to what humans are supposed to be limited to for a reason yeah it's just for, the senses that reason. we we evolved to have like it doesn't mean that we have where's it writ large that we have to know everything about the universe anyway you know what i mean like we think we know everything but like this is the senses of the touch and the smell and the sight and they're all miracles don't get me wrong but the, you know i don't yes. have tenant in here for right. what you need DMT for, you know, or whatever. Right. You know, I think I it's mean, exactly. I think it's important that you brought up that stereo system. Yeah. Because when you were in the room with it, 
you felt something that was so irresistible that you were willing to put down more money than you usually put mm. down to have it be part of your life. I, I know that's all you I, need I, to know, right? Yeah. It, it was, I mean, I was on my phone, like on eBay, like while I was standing <laughs> in the room, like on eBay, like, what is this one Macintosh component actually run for? And I was like, damn, like, I was like, Steve, my husband's name is Steve. And I was like, Steve, like, uh, I think we should get this. Right. I would never have expected me to spend that kind of money. And it was not as much as you think, but it, but it was still way more than just a turntable that we were going to get that day like a good turntable what what is a good turntable cost these days i don't know like it's been a while since i've two three hundred bucks maybe like to get yeah 500 on yeah. a depends really on what's available end. i mean there, there's stuff you'll find is like like you said it's the dj stuff it's the that's pretty much all that exists now because right not much well and you'll find the little 300 dollars 200 little like bluetooth enabled speaker thingy there's some okay ones out there but right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a real right. good one, like a good, good one you're gonna spend. I think you're right though. Like around of two to five hundred dollar range is where you'll yeah. get something good. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, those are still amazing. But like again, like I love the idea of buying a five dollar record that was released in nineteen, let's say seventy eight, and playing it on something that was around yeah. at the same time. Right. And it's just a beautiful they resonate well i i grew up listening to vinyl on an old record like i, I grew up listening to like uh elvis and fleetwood mac and and some of these artists you've ma- mentioned uh, yes on vinyl jim croce you know yes. i'm pretty sure that was in my parents rotation oh yeah that, yeah see time yeah. in a bottle oh that song is mm. or uh i think the song's called superman superman don't, don't tug on superman's cape don't spit song. into the wind oh yes that's that's yeah don't yes um oh my gosh what's the name of that song hold on now i need to know (laughs) he died in a plane crash isn't that awful plane crash yes he did he had some um he had some potent art (laughs) he did he did but um but yeah i would say like you know, just all together, I think you guys can relate to the vibe is that the record was put out thinking about the past and the future, but but both being very unsure and both being very open-ended. You know, when we all think about our past and we think about our future, um, everything's really hazy when we look back. Like we have strong memories, but we don't really know for sure and the second to last song on my album is called in the wild and it's about me hearing stories about myself like what i did i don't know if this has ever happened to you but like somebody will come up to you and say remember that time when we did this oh yeah you remember, remember that time where you where you did this oh you're yeah. like no I do not literally and remember that. After getting to know you, I'm sure people do that to you all the time. They do that to me all the time. And, I, and I'm like, wow, I, I have no recollection of being that way. And not because I was on anything, but because I was so, I, I had so much stimulation maybe. I don't know, like just being who I was that it didn't resonate or didn't click. And for them, it made an impact. 
Mm. You know, and for me, it was just like nothing. Another day in the yeah. <laughs> Another the park. day. Um, we all see our own movies through our own eyes, you know. Yeah, and 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 it's funny how somebody okay, this is what happened on and face. This is just one example, but like on Facebook, somebody, somebody from high school, nice guy, really nice guy. You know, he 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 messaged me and he's like, remember that time where we were at that bar mitzvah. <laughs> I don't know if you, you know, we yeah, went to this bar mitzvah and you grabbed me and wanted to enter the dance contest and we won. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, wait a minute. You guys literally have no recollection of that. Wow. Okay. I don't remember the bar mitzvah. I don't remember having a dance contest and I don't remember winning. What is, what is that? Like, it you know what it, I know what it is your energy is so potent all the time it's just normal for you but when you bring someone along for one of the rides that you're is everyday life for you it it's so out. meaningful to them because yeah. it's so different than what they're used to because maybe generators you're a generator i'm a generator you are oh, i like, like that you're a ball of energy right i mean and you do this generator in your life you you do this for all your family and your students i mean you're probably the coolest fifth grade teacher i've ever met in my life okay so i just yelled at them you know? today though yeah well they deserve <laughs> it but i they had it coming they had it coming. They had Come it coming. On. I, you and i know they had it coming we i had it coming when i was the kid you know i had it coming I was a troublemaker in class, <laughs> so I know all about the teachers. We were the ones that were, were razzing. The I teacher. realize now that it was appropriate. Yeah, I love the troublemaker. I love the troublemakers. The kids that the, the kids that bother me are the ones that are lying, like the ones that are like, "Yeah, I'm doing the work," and I'm like, "I'm looking at your document right now because we're still on like online learning." I'm like, "In your document, friend." your cursor is nowhere to be found. Like, you're, not, you're not in the right. document. I right. love all the games the kids try. Cause now that I'm, now that I'm a parent, I see they do the little things that you're like, you don't even know, kids, I know. We think we're going to get over on oh, you. Yeah. You know, there's oh, part of right. them that thinks they're going to get over on you, you know? I right. It. I, I know. And like, I honestly, in my heart, I admire it. I really yes. do. I really do. But like, I, I have to call them on it because I'm like, Dudes, like, just because you click turn in doesn't mean you actually did the work. And I'll op I will look at it and see you did nothing. So, right. so I can I can away with it this time. Melinda has right. has very similar stories. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's great. I know, but it's funny because it's all connected. I mean, the you know in the album shadow clues was like directly influenced by some stuff i was teaching at the time to really? the kids back in portland and you know you can't get away from those things like everything in your life is very very much affects you i mean granted the songs range from old demos old four track demos to like new songs so it's it's definitely a range but the single Shadow Clues was directly influenced by a, like a lesson that I was giving the fourth, fifth graders about philosophy and Greek philosophy. Um, I don't know if you know Plato's allegory of the cave, but his story, and you've heard of Plato and Socrates-ish? Yes. No, we know probably more about him than, than most. Most. Do. <laughs> okay. So Plato had this 
philosophy about like, what if there were people that were in a cave and all they saw, they were, they were tied in a cave, they were stuck in this cave and all they saw all day was just shadows of things moving past the cave. Would truth then become the shadows and would they have to try to interpret what the truth was? And I was talking to the fourth and fifth graders, not about those That's powerful things. imagery. Yeah, I, I was more so trying to teach them about how philosophy started with the Greeks and what philosophy is. Because a lot of kids these days really don't know that philosophy is literally just sitting around and thinking about ideas. And that's all it is, is like, let's talk about ideas. There's no... There's no right or wrong. Like you've got an right. idea, dude, tell me about your idea. Prove to me your idea. They were just like, so people just sat around and like talked about ideas. I'm like, yes, that's what philosophy is. And um, I was telling them about- Welcome to Inside the Sound. Okay, sorry. Exactly. exactly. This exactly. is essentially a philosophy show. Yeah. Right? It Masked is. As a yeah. music show. Yeah, no, it is what it is. That is what it is. No, and I love I love you, that because I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, the first I one really about ideas all day. You yeah. know, you just so, tore the mask off. You tore it off. Yeah, that's all right. That's Whoops. beautiful. That's that's perfect because people don't sit around and just talk about ideas anymore. They just argue. You know, <laughs> they argue about things they're not really even sure of. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so I was telling the kids like, so Plato's allegory is that like what is reality to them has become the shadows. And I went home that night, maybe the night after, and I was struggling yeah, with yeah. my husband, like communicating with him. And it was, it was dark. I don't even remember what the situation was, but like, I was thinking about like, he's not a guy that expresses himself a lot. A lot of guys don't, they hold things in. And I was trying to communicate with him and have a really deep, good, meaningful conversation. I, I literally couldn't get anything out and I was struggling to like communicate. And we've been together a long time. So you take people for granted sometimes, you know? And um, I was thinking how interesting it would be. Like I was looking at the shadows on the wall of his face while he was doing something. And I was like, I wonder if his shadows are really telling me more about what he's feeling than if he would open his mouth right now. Like maybe I could like get some kind of vibe about his, what he's thinking. And so I went to the studio and I wrote shadow clues in 10 minutes because it just felt so in the moment. Right. And um, I think he knew it was about him, but I think it is about communication and about, taking people for granted when you're in a relationship for a long time, like what really is listening and what does it feel like when you feel like you need to interpret what the other person is feeling or saying, you know, when they're either not being straightforward with you or when they're not talking at all, you know, yeah. you want to have a, a strong, healthy relationship with the person you're with, but sometimes communication is like you're, only way to get there especially if you've been with each other for even over seven years you know the seven-year itch if you make it through the seven-year itch and you're like still there um you know communication is everything how are you doing today how are you feeling today good like that's not going to be enough like 
yeah it's not no, you know I, I understand what you're you're saying it's when you get caught up and again the everyday life type of thing of of asking how people are doing but not really caring and giving a fake answer like right all all these like facades and like fake interactions we forgot how to communicate right i know how to just I really agree. communicate like the, with people the and, words lost their meaning because you see they're 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 just maps they were you know the word water doesn't mean anything it's not the drinkable substance it's just a right. shadow of the reality that is the drinkable reality. You know, Tamara, um, it was actually earlier today we had, or was it last night too, and carried over the whole idea of lightning and thunder. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. today. like we he, we see the light. It's like we don't know that they're connected, and it's like if you don't if you don't take it in as a whole, you don't understand how lightning and thunder are connected, and right how one generates the other, and it's like. You have to see the whole picture to be able to communicate with another human. You do. And I'm I'm so happy you brought up that point because um, there's this little book that it's a little green book by Idris Shah. And I used to read it in college. You know, in college where you're like so such a lost soul, like what is the meaning of life? You know, and um, <laughs> you carry around something or you read stuff. And um, that, that time, that age is just kind of conducive to that, I think. Yeah. I know. And one of the things that it said is every day that you are alive, you need to spend quality time alone, quality time with another human, and quality time in nature. And if you do those three things, nature, your life will be balanced. And so when you bring up the lightning and thunder thing, I bring this up because if you think about the Native Americans and the people that were very, very connected with nature and with the earth, they would know, they would feel it, they would get it. They There wouldn't be any question that there was like, any separation between anything that happens on the planet all connected, and yeah, you know the the beautiful way that they think about the earth is something i try to do all the time and you know i fail because i just wasn't brought up that way but i i, I try really hard to be as connected as i can and to listen to the birds and to try to understand the energy that's just around the ecosystem of my house yeah, i hear the bird know. singing and it's beautiful like and and we yeah. were brought up i mean i wasn't brought up that way either i i had to learn how to and we talked about this not too long ago i had to learn it wasn't until i saw the big picture that i could appreciate all the individual little seemingly minuscule parts yeah. yes and they yes. all had equal value in their own and way. they're all connected yeah because we're all connected so we're guys, all part yes. of it That's i'm why. very inspired to share this little poem i wrote and it's on my whatever social but the it's a simple thing and it says this it says who's breathing the earth the tree or me all of us and all of it the thing is that the point of the point of the thought that i had the whatever inspiration when i was staring in the sky and had this little poem come to me was that it's not it's one thing like it's yes. like the earth is breathing into the tree, which is breathing into us. And it's like, we are literally, we're all one lung, you know, we like our organism, 100%. Even though, like, even though my feet can lift up off the earth, I saw like I can jump into space. I'm attached to the earth because of gravity. I am, I am yeah. part of the earth's intelligence popping up into human form. Yes. 
hundred percent. Got it. So that was my little poem. All right, I, had to I mean, the Earth is like the Earth is alive, and it will die. I mean, it has a life cycle. Thank goodness, it's um, very long yes, it from, our from our perspective. Just like everything yeah. else, there, the there, nothing. You know, and so, you know, I, I just, I talk to my daughter all the time. She's 16 and she struggles with like looking to the future and what like we are doing to it. I'm not going to try to get like super down right now. Cause like, I'm in a good mood and I don't want to get bombed, but like, right. I think the point is just to say like everything that you do matters because the energy you put out the earth is alive. Everything is connected. They, it feels you like I could be screaming because the garbage man did some shit on my street or like dropped my can. And like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving an example. Like I could put out this like negative flip energy out because they forgot to put ketchup on your burger. That's yeah. like, there you go. Saying, right? I've done and that. then, a, and, and I, I guess sometimes I have to remind myself, like, I just like, affected a bunch of shit around me because i just put all this negative stuff well your out. energy man you're powerful, when you let it so, out yeah. i'm sure and, someone feels it somewhere and and you oh good i hope you guys people. are feeling it yeah but you good. have that you have a very powerful aura so good or bad whatever we put out in the world you know we have a responsibility like you said you're right i agree if i that's agree right. Yeah. And I try to, you know, that's why I wanted to be a teacher because I thought, you know, I, I do, I do have a way to try to influence. Um, and I'm pretty honest with them. You know, I will say like, okay, that was, I was, I was pushing really hard there or I was mean there or like I, that was in a, that was wrong. Like the other day, I said, you guys need to get your blank together. <laughs> and they were laughing so hard because they right. thought it was funny. But I was like, the we only have there. five weeks of school left, guys. You need to get your blank together. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. They were, they were laughing so hard. They think it's so funny when teachers, like, swear. But yeah um, it's like that authority figure doing something wrong like yeah. it tickles yes. their little spirits yeah. oh my gosh the teacher swore <laughs> i know <laughs> so can i ask you guys about your podcast so how how did you start this i'm so curious again it's kind of we just tapped into the same energy yeah we'll be completely about. honest about it it's nothing that we did we just became pure channels for whatever we felt like we needed to channel. <laughs> so we were, and then you just um, started recording and putting it out there. And then it just, yeah. Started with the cell happens. phone, you know? Yeah. It, you know, we just did it. We did. We took the tools that we had at the time. We took the intelligence we had at the time and we took the know-how we had and we, we did what we could and we just started. And we wow. just keep, and as we keep going, it's just evolving, and yeah. we're seeing it's like the archaeology thing. And now look how professional out. we are, you know. You know, it setup. started off where we saw like something. We're like, "There's something here. Let's start digging." And it, mm. we just started, and now we're we're starting to get to the point where we can see the skeleton, and we're like starting to brush some of those parts out. Like, okay, I that's see really what it feels yeah. like. It doesn't feel like we've created it so much as we've just found it. it to exist. Yeah, like we've just uncovered it, and we are we're bringing it to life yeah yes, yes. what really resonated with i'm sorry to interrupt you um no no go we really resonated with the becoming stewards of something 
Yeah. We're not mm-hmm. creators. We're just stewards. I like that. So you're bringing something out into the world as a, yeah, as a carry, as a presenter. Mm-hmm. I like that. Presenter. But, you know, I think that's good because um, sometimes when things happen organically, it's so much better. Like I started, uh, you know, discovering this whole Twitter world and this whole Instagram world when I put out this record. And I also discovered the evil of like the the bots that like will instant. Right. And I was really. I was really upset by it and I still am annoyed by it because you get these bots that like, oh, we'll promote you for $10 a post. And I say to them, Don't fall for it, kids. No. I, yeah. Because I actually emailed somebody back and I said, do you know, he was like, I'll put your music behind my video on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, so you're going to pay me for my music. Right. Because that's technically what's technically, supposed right. to happen. Right. And he's like, that sounds ridiculous. What do you mean I pay you? Like, this is an ad. Do you feel the and energy? I'm like, I yeah. said, I don't, I don't want an ad. Like, if you want to use my music, you should be paying me. And he was like, that's preposterous. And I'm like, okay, bye. You know, but what made me really freaked out is like the number, okay, when it's when it's like mutual like i'll share you you share me like hell yeah let's do it but when it's i'm gonna post it this and it's ten dollars and i already bought bots anyway so you're gonna think that you have ten thousand views on this but it's just bots it's all a fucking joke and i said i don't hamster wheel what it becomes it's a hamster wheel i'm I'm not gonna pay for this you guys are you guys are like the bottom feeders and I will not pay you $10 because then you're just going to turn around and pay your bots to like, like this and nobody's real underneath there anyway. You know what it is? It, we're circling back to the fact that you're a generator yeah, and you see the world from a for the perspective of a generator and people like that are le- energy leeches. Parasites. Parasites. Oh, so they see the world work. from a different yeah. I have yeah, I have a bit of disdain. Than you, you, know? you can yeah. it's palpable. Uh I gotta say, what's better? You know what's more you know what's just more beautiful? Like like I said, we listen to your music and I, you know, I I um I heard your songs and, and you saw my reaction, dude. What was my reaction? Holy bleep. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Which song did you Who is this woman? The Holy bleep. The, the it was the Shadows song. Shadow Clues, yeah. Shadow Clues, yeah. And it was the other one. It was the first one on the... The first, yeah. The, the whole album, the said, moment you the hit play on the album, you feel the energy. I'm telling you, folks, you if you just do this, and you got to understand the nostalgia thing. Okay, you brought up nostalgia. It's it, To me, I hear it, and, and I'm hearing, like, I have not, lots of my favorite bands in the 90s. Like, if you like any of those great bands in the 90s... Yes. You're gonna, you're gonna come it has a little bit of like punk it's, feel punk. infused in oh, there God, too like there's a it, lot of things that you've got mashed in there that are oh, coming out when you yeah. said electro yes. punk i was like you had me electro punk you talk about yeah. you and your husband's band i was like oh electro punk i was, I was like yeah this woman's talking my language like she understands me well tomorrow um yeah thank you for being here 
Thank you for oh, being so thank in depth. You. Um, thank you for talking about your album. You guys seem so fun. Like I feel like we could just go and hang out and you know sit on a bridge with our feet dangling and look over the edge and talk about shit. It'd be so fun. Amen. Amen. That's amen. A good and cheers to you guys. Mm. Hey, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Um, could you tell our beautiful listeners how to find you if they want to yeah, get so, more into your world? Yep, I'm on Bandcamp, and I, I I'm I'm excited because I am doing um, a limited edition vinyl. So if you want to pre-order that, it's on Bandcamp. Tamar Burke, T A M A R, B E R. Get our Sarah window of time that that's open. It's open. It opened on Wednesday. Okay. So it's going to be signed copies. I asked because of the timing of when this episode is going to come out by the time. So that's when is that coming out? Uh, we. Uh, July, June? late July. June, early July. We'll figure. We'll oh, tell shit. you offline. We'll give you a specific date. Yeah. Okay, so like I may be out of them by then. But Bandcamp, Tamar Burke, and you just Google it, Tamar Burke. The Restless Dreams of Youth is the name of the album. It's on Spotify. It's on all those places. But also, I'm on Instagram, and I like to like meet people. And on Facebook, I like to. Mm interact with like people who like a song like i love getting a text that says oh my god i love this song or your album like is so perfect for like my walk in the morning or like things like that i just really like and really relate to so and guys like you who reached out or i reached out or vice versa in the universe like it's so cool i love it it's but it's it's the universe just reaching back and doing like it's this is the universe being reciprocal you see because you're cool and the music will speak for itself and it's just like, listen to music guys what and, what's really yeah. cool about it is we we find each other and then we're able to help each other oh yeah yes yeah. which is brings me back to like all the really cool people i've met in the podcast blogger radio in, independent radio world that um, have really, really blown me away, including you guys. Just like, wow, you know, just nice people Thank trying you. to spread the word, word about artists and musicians. And I love that, you know, I don't have some big machine like helping me. It's just me. So thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> big thank you back at you. Well, I hope you have an awesome weekend and do something fun. I hope it's not too boiling hot in arizona it's the right temperature yeah it's, it's perfect it's lovely right, the right uh, you should try it sometime um again thank you folks you know where to find us what we're gonna do is we're saying goodbye we have a way to say goodbye and we're gonna get in the zone to say goodbye here are you gonna put some music on yeah you know we got a little we got a there's a really talented vocalist you might want to listen to in this little next little track. just just so you know people stick around one of her songs if if it's cool with you tomorrow we'll be back oh play all of them I don't care. The, yes. at the end of this episode so they'll yes, get to know you they'll feel your energy and then they'll get to hear the music that's cool that's what, I just that's got goosebumps. what I'm getting excited for. I'm beautiful listeners I'm I've goosebumps for what you're gonna experience after this <laughs> we love you all bye
them. And we are. 